episode four and I've been hearing a lot about MBTIs recently and I'm questioning like why hence the title MBTI more like MBTY where we talk about how our MBTI personalities affect our personal relationships and life in general and question on it hence the why for those who don't know what MBTI stands for MBTI stands for Myers-Briggs type indicator this is a tool that is frequently used to help individuals understand their own communication preferences and how they interact with others. And disclaimer, though we know that MBTI don't define who we are today, we are exactly doing that. So let's dive in. That was an awesome intro, Angela. And as you mentioned about MBTI, it's true that uh, these days it's been quite the hype. Um, I've been seeing a lot of memes on Instagram and a lot of people are talking about it. In fact, some people are even using it like a zodiac sign where they ask you that first question, right? About what is your MBTI? And then they try and match it with themselves. So the three of us have decided uh, to also take the MBTI test. So there's like a total of 16 personalities, apparently. So yeah, first test ourselves and then seeing how accurate those descriptions are to what we think we are ourselves. So about the personality type, apparently there's how many questions? I think there's around 50 maybe. So they have like, uh, what is these like indicators? So it's like. E and I, these are like the opposites, like extroversion and introversion. So extroverts and introverts, basically. The other one is uh, sensing and intuition. So S and N. And then the third indicator is thinking or feeling. Are you more of a thinking type or do you, you know, base more on your emotions? And then the fourth indicator was uh, judging and perceiving. So J and P. Yeah, basically the test, after taking test, they will give you the score which is based on this kind of code they give you. And then you can find out personality you have. So you guys Uh want to share what kind of personality type you guys got from the test? Yes. So I am apparently an ESFJ, and that is a console personality. They are attentive, they are people-focused, and they really enjoy taking part in the social community. Their achievements are guided by decisive values, and they are willingly offer guidance to others. Very yeah. interesting. I completely agree. There's also more that um, <laughs> it talks all about your strength and weakness, romantic relationships, friendships, parenthood, career path, but that was just a shortened version of what a council is. Yes. Han, do you want to share yours? Sure. Um, The personality I got was INTP. So introversion, intuition, thinking, and perceiving. I think Mm. in like to summarize everything, well, actually not to summarize everything because I don't know if I believe in MBTIs. Um, It says that I'm an intellectual, logical, precise, reserved flexible, imaginative person. We'll see if that's true, but I don't know. 
I feel like I'm over blowing myself right now, but yeah. <laughs> we'll see if that's through yeah. through our meme collection that we collected on Instagram. Yeah. I kind of feel the same with Han. I feel they have found the best words to describe you. So a little bit skeptical, but I do like my personality providing me. So I am an ENFP, which apparently they call they call them campaigner. So it's someone who's, you know, with extroverted, intuitive feeling and prospecting personality traits. And um, they say that campaigners are people who tend to embrace big ideas and actions that reflect the sense of hope and goodwill towards others. So more of a vibrant kind of energy that flow to many different directions. I think that's kind of true. I have a lot of energy. And yeah, let's see what else they have to say about my personality. Okay, let's dive into the first meme that we collected. Okay, so from what I'm seeing on the response, I'm guessing it's like in a scenario, for example, like you go to this dating, what is it, the the five-minute dating or speed dating, there we go, and then you meet someone for the first time. I think these are the ones that reflect your inner thoughts during the whole conversation. Should we go? (laughs) If I was in a dating scenario and person in front of me is quite shy, I tend to be the initiator. I tend to talk a lot if I am confronted, if I meet a shy person. So if they're not Mm -hmm. talking to me, I would feel stressed and I would say directly and frankly, listen, you got to talk to me. You got to meet halfway. (laughs) What we're doing here is a waste of time. And I'll be like, okay, next, next person. Yeah, so this means with Angela, since she's an ESFJ, it's like, please talk to me (laughs) when she meets a a person for the first time. And for mine, it's like, both of you to ignore me. (laughs) And I completely agree with that. Like what I interpreted is that if I talk to someone, right, for the first time, Obviously, both of us are new, like we don't know each other and everything, but I'm listening to you talk. I remember things that you say. And then when it's my turn to share, I kind of expect you to do the same, you know, listen to me, even though it might not be interesting. But like, you know, I listen to you, you listen to me. So if I do ever see any like sign or indication the other person's not listening. I would get a little bit mad just like this. Both of you to ignore me. Like, how dare you? Like, you're so brave to do that in my face, in front of my face, you know? I'll be more worried about that. Like, I wouldn't worry too much about if you're talking to me or not. I think this is quite this is quite accurate. I like it. And yours, Hot? My response, if I was in a place yeah in the situation that Cindy described before I would if someone came up to me and talked to me I would apparently according to this I would say how dare you talk to me or think about how dare you talk to me I guess to some extent I do agree not saying that you can't approach me but the thing is why is it me in a negative context because yeah I guess it's kind of like why did you have to choose me I, I I don't mind talking to you. It's just what makes you. So you always like second guess. You always said, what's your agenda by coming up to me? Yeah, I, like I like things straight to the point. So if you come up to me, like come up with a purpose, I guess. Yeah. Mm. So you don't waste my time and I don't have to listen to your flibber jabber. 
you don't like small talk. So if a person who just want to have a small talk that don't vibe with you very well came up to you in a party and you notice that they're just talking, they're just small talking with you because they don't want to, you know, be lonely at a party. Yeah. Like in my head, I'd be like, you're basically using me to not be awkward. So oh, at a party, mm. like I'd yes. rather have a genuine conversation instead of mm-hmm. someone using me for their companionship because I don't mind being alone, to be honest. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, I guess that's my point of view. So I would say this is pretty accurate. Yeah, so I guess for all three of us, this one is very accurate to our personality and to yeah. the kind of personality type we've been allocated to, right? Yes, I totally yeah. agree. I actually enjoy hearing all of this because I feel like when I hear everybody, like it all makes sense. Like, yeah, I totally agree with, you know, wishing somebody else to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And then also like, you know, when you have small talk with me, I don't really want to have that. I know you're not being genuine. But it's just like yes. the first priority we have in our minds is so different. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Uh, the next meme. Um, let's go to this one because chart of anger. <laughs> My anger spectrum is I am easily annoyed. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am easily annoyed. <laughs> that is correct <laughs> wait i think you should talk about your change in mbtis because that's pretty interesting of how oh wow yeah so guys i was actually four years ago i was a enfj <laughs> i was an enfj and i actually took the mbti person tell uh personality test two weeks ago and then I became an ESFJ so what only changed was the second letter ah so your your uh, personality changed well that sounds very weird but like your personality type changed just by taking the test again four years later and I think that makes a very good point where like they did give a disclaimer on the site saying like sometimes your surroundings will affect you sometimes growing up would affect you because you experience a lot of things and that's why you have that personality type change and so your one is just changing the s to the the n to the what to the n to the s right yes and you 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 realize you think more realistically I would have been pretty calm in the chart of anger but now be easily annoyed so it's kind of a step up from I'm pretty calm. <laughs> it's a step up. <laughs> yeah, I'm more realistic more now, realistic. so I'm easily annoyed. <laughs> yeah, I, my personality also changed. Um, I used to be, I don't remember the, the exact codes, but I do remember it used to be called an advocate. But now my personality type also changed in a campaigner, which it went the opposite direction from Angela. Like Angela got more easily annoyed. I just became chill as Mount <laughs> Everest. AKA definition of a procrastinator. That's true. I am a procrastinator. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> I leave things to the last minute. And and for some weird reason, it's like after college or everything, like I feel calm, even though I know it's due on that day, but I still feel much calmer than I was in high school. And I don't know if that's good or not. Yeah. You, Han? Um, I'm on the same page as you. I... Weirdly enough, I actually have never changed MBTIs. I've always been an INTP. <laughs> and I am also chill as Mount Everest, aka definition of procrastinator. And I think Angela can second this because in college, <laughs> studying in that 13th floor 
Angela would have her planner out. She would plan what to study, how to manage her time. And I would be there like sitting across from her, just watching YouTube and just talking to her and just being like, I'm so worried about my test, but I'm not stressed. And exactly like what Cindy said, I think that's really scary because I'm not nervous about the test. So I'm not doing anything for the test. <laughs> Wait, correct me if I'm wrong, huh? but did we had a moment where like one day, like we were in the room and I, you saw me with my study plan and my agenda and you'd be like, Angela, yeah, I got to reach that point. I got to, you know, set my own agenda. You'd be like, I really want to do that. But then you just look back to your YouTube videos. Yeah. Like, you're going to be like, <laughs> like, Angela, yes. I will do that. I'm going to do that. I want to be like you and then be like, okay, now back to my YouTube videos. <laughs> thing is, I, yes, I do do that. And I don't think that'll change, to be honest. <laughs> Ooh, okay. So the next scenario could be like this. Um, you and another person, friend, colleague, or whatever, you guys maybe had like a dispute and then that person finally had the courage to come up to you and say, but you never apologized. So let's see how we responded to them. Yes, for me, 100%. Mine's you never apologize. And I emphasize on the you. I would totally be like, oh, no, honey. Oh, no, 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 no. It's you who never apologize. Because I believe that's the council. We constantly apologize. Yeah, so if another person who's very stubborn saying you never apologize, I'll be like, hold on for a second. Let's hold the horses. It's you who never apologize, okay? And I'll probably start listing out reasons and I remember everything. Uh, actually, I don't even remember everything, but once I get angry, everything just comes into my brain, like randomly. So I'll be like, yeah, it's you who never apologize. <laughs> How would I respond? Let's see. Oh, <laughs> you never apologize. I'm like, oh, just drop it already. Nobody cares. <laughs> but Angela cares. She cares very much. Yes, I do. Why? <laughs> we kind of had a conflict. What about uh, yours, Han? Mine. I'm. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. <laughs> sorry, you're in like- such an idiot. I will never say that out loud, but she'll definitely think it. She'll definitely, I can see how I'm thinking in her head. Like, I'm sorry, but like, what's wrong with you? Sorry, you're an idiot. Sorry, you can't think correctly. Um, But she'll never say it. She'll probably say the I'm sorry part or something. But the other half, she'll just think in her head. Now we know, now we know. Now it kind of explains. This is why the three of us, well, especially me and Angela should not have one. Like, you never apologize. <laughs> oh, just let it go. Nobody cares. <laughs> and Han is just secretly thinking, like, sorry, you guys are such an idiot. <laughs> just kidding. I, I would that. never judge a good friend like that. But in my head. Oh, I love it. In your, head. <laughs> in your head. In your head. Now we know. Is that, even, is that better? I don't even know. No, we love you. We love all of no, us were it's so are. unique it's like so charismatic yeah. okay next meme ability to open up chart i guess open up to someone <laughs> what is that sound it's a fairly <laughs> open book 
I'm a very open book. <laughs> like I need to try to not be an open book. But I feel like I would also want to make friends who are open books so I can see their genuality. I feel like for people that are ESFJs, we're very genuine people. Mm. We're not like we can't be like two faced beeps, you know, <laughs> two faced biatches. So, because <laughs> um, we're fairly open. Like, if you see right. us like lying, you'll know. And if you yeah. see us like doing something, you'll know. It's on our face. <laughs> Cannot hide <laughs> it, even if we try. <laughs> so mine says, um, accidentally spills their own secrets. At first, I was like, eh, I'm a bit of a secret keeper, but thinking about it, that's kind of true. Sometimes, like, I meet like new people, like, oh, just like, just, you know, became friends with a colleague. And then I just suddenly share accidentally just any you know since we're on a topic on this oh that reminds me of the time when i embarrassed the whatever you know you know like that that happens and then that's supposed to be a secret and then i share it to a random person or someone i just became friends with so i think that's kind of accurate actually i know cindy when you talk about something like that you really relate you go like you just plow in and then you go really deep and tmi like TMI yes. information and then you <laughs> reveal a secret and I'm like oh like oh Cindy oh dear oh my god I just shared something <laughs> shouldn't have and then yeah, I'm that person who it. just sleeps late at night and be like oh why did I share this oh why <laughs> so I want to share yours yours is yes mine is what am I only to one or two people I do agree I only open to a selective number of people and even doing this podcast I hesitated because I don't know why I'm opening up to these strangers. Strangers <laughs> we haven't met. To help oh. them. <laughs> cool. This meme. How each MBTIs view life. For me, as the ESFJ, I live for others, wants to help everyone and reduce suffering. Yes. I agree. That's essentially my end goal too. Like if I was to create company and get really rich. I wouldn't just spend on like materialistic things. I want to develop something, make an impact in the world and help others. That is my end goal. So that's such a, I totally agree with that. Such a angelic goal. Good <laughs> goal, you know? Thank you. Cindy. For me, mine is like lives for the fun and enjoyment. Might as well, right? Like the way I read that, that sounded like me. I, I see that. As I say, you only live once. Hello. <laughs> We're all human. We all know how to laugh. We all have times where we've struggled and everything. And just finding that little smile, that just makes my day. Did Yours, Han? Mine is life doesn't have any meaning. They believe in that. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> They believe in nothing. Oh my god. This is sad, wow. but I mean, okay. I guess that's what how they view me. I guess like when you're being paired with this kind of personality, it's really hard to like feel your you exactly match, you know. Yeah. It just sounds like yeah. you're completely in depression. Completely <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hating the world. <laughs> just yeah, hating yeah. the world and be like, I'm the best, but like the world doesn't know, so the world just is the world, the world doesn't deserve me. Doesn't That's deserve where the me. darkness yeah. is coming from. That's where all the anger and the darkness is coming from. So far, I think, Han, you're a great example of how MBTI doesn't define you. 
perfectly well because <laughs> i feel like i'm talking about somebody else when i read like your mbti no she is bright guys <laughs> well talking about hope now it's like biggest fears of yeah. mbti so the next meme talks about that and let me see where mine is mine's biggest fears of M- my mbti type is Aww. losing everything and being alone cindy oh Oh my god, my heart just dropped when I read Aww. that. Oh, I'm the true. same with Cindy. Oh, yeah, you guys are more companion based. Like you need someone. Yeah. yeah. You know, I got dark. Okay, this sounds very depressing. Oh. No, you guys have I think you guys' life is based more on how you interact with people and I think people make up a lot of your life. And mm. that's not I mean, we're extroverts. And then Hans Mine's the fear of failure. Huh. I see that. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't see myself and I don't think I fear failure exactly. Well, basically, you don't <laughs> like... Why am I going to, with this? <laughs> you don't want to face... like Maybe you might not fear failure, but you don't like to deal with failure, right? That all these emotions... For example, right? If you were to... Um, if you were to do something and you had really high expectations of something, like, would you worry, okay, this thing might go wrong. And if it does go wrong, how do you deal with failure? Like, would you absorb it all? I was thinking maybe like even art, you know, especially if you are very much an artist, like there you have that perfectionist, like, you know, making that the image you want. And let's say you can't reach that. You can't draw it the way you imagine it. That's in a way a failure. So do you have that kind of fear? Yeah, I guess it's more like what you define failure as. But I guess it's kind of like I don't consider it as failure. I just be, be like, oh, it's not my best. It's not You failure. strive for perfection. Well, you try yeah. to strive for perfection. Yeah, yeah. Well, then that's also another thing like MBTI, it's a great way of assessing your personality, but in a way, don't also like force yourself to fit into that uh, definition they give you. Yeah. Right. So I feel like just now we did kind of we did kind of that where like, you know, are you sure you're not you, you don't feel fear for failure? And then you think about it. And I'm just glad that Han was able to respond and like, thinking about herself like actually, no, different. Yeah. And that's also a case for everyone. Like there are moments where like these are not very accurate. And I think coming to terms with that and being fine with it is very important. It reminds me, I actually, so I preparing for this podcast, I had to research about you guys as well. And I wrote like mm-hmm. a summary of everything. And to be honest, I think I got it on point. So later in the next episode, I will write down, I'll read whatever I think you guys are and then say if it's right or wrong when I summarize you guys. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh a hook. <laughs> Han, thank you for providing a hook for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for tuning in today's part one MBTI more like MBTY episode. We actually have a lot more to say. So please check out for part two. That's going to be coming out um, in another two weeks. And if you haven't, please also subscribe and like and leave a rating for Banana Corn and recommend this to all your family and friends. And follow us on Instagram, Banana Corn PD. So let us do our normal outro. This is us. Bye. Bye. Bye.